Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Dude, Could You Imagine? The show that asks what if and explores the hypothetical and absurd. I'm your host, Fritz Frivolous. Now let's meet our contestants and explain the rules for our audience. The rules are simple. Our two contestants, Will and Tom, will place these neural transmitters on their heads. And then they will be placed into a deep coma-like state. From this point, I will ask them a question or give them a scenario to which they must answer. All while the neural transmitters give us a glimpse into what they are imagining. So, Will and Todd, are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. Indeed. Well, you heard him, folks. Let's get ready to play Dude, Could You Imagine? And the question is, what if there really was a vehicle similar to the Magic School Bus? All right, William. <laughs> oh, yes, Thomas. We, we <coughs> have gotten our question from Fritz. Indeed, we and have. And that question is, what if there really was a vehicle similar to... To the magic school bus. The, and I'm, I'm go ahead. Yeah, the magic school bus. I think I'm pretty sure you're familiar with the magic school bus, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I watched, uh, I won't go as far as to say I watched a lot of it, but like I remember much the same way I remember Bill Nye the Science Guy. Uh, magic the oh, school yeah. bus was definitely played uh, for my classes here and there throughout elementary and middle school. Um, yeah, it's actually a pretty good show. Have you, have you watched it? So I, I only seen like couple episodes here and there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I, I guess just to let, uh, well, we'll let you tell our listeners if just in case if some of them are not familiar with the magic school bus, uh, but I myself haven't really watched. I'm sure you probably know more about that than I do. Um, but I have seen, um, a few episodes here and there. And, mm. uh, the question, this question was actually inspired because I know right now you, you have a little bit of a, well, not a little bit. You have like a pretty huge cold, don't you? Uh, yeah, I've <laughs> had the flu for a while. Um, like the, the flu from hell. <laughs> yeah. The flu from hell. It's been really terrible. Um, anyone who, who, uh, who watches the dungeon cast or listens to the dungeon cast knows that there was an emergency episode recorded with, um, our special guest, Jake. In my place, because I, I couldn't even make the Dungeon Cast, which, you know, that's my, my main show. Wow. I know. That's true. And right now, I'm fighting off just a cough, but I'm mostly better, honestly. 
But yeah, it was, it was two weeks of hell, dude. I was in, I was stuck in bed. I got an ear infection. I still can't hear right out of my left ear. Dang, and, uh, that's that's yeah. Bad. It's ran through my whole family here. Like uh, we had to take the mother in law to the emergency room just in case she had pneumonia, um, which she doesn't. She's okay, but she's really sick, oh, that's and good. It, it sucks. I was there last week, being just as sick as she was or is now. But um, yeah, how, how was this inspired because fun. I was sick? Um, so this was inspired because of the fact that I was thinking in my head, like, wouldn't that be cool if there was some device that we could just put into our bodies and it would be like, <laughs> you know, it would just go through like, you know, in my head, it would work like like a video game. You're like in a little ship and you mm. get to go and, you know, defeat this <coughs> infection or whatever is in your body. But mm, um, mm, so mm. I started thinking about that. And then and then uh I don't know if our listeners have seen this too, but there's a very viral video that's going around. It's it's been going around for years past, but I just re-saw it recently and it's somebody made an edit from a scene in the Magic School Bus. Okay. And um it's like they're in I don't know what part of the body, but they're going towards what looks to be like like the the sphincter, you know, for your for your your anus. <laughs> and, <laughs> okay. Uh, Is that what you're going towards? <laughs> uh, no, it's not. But it's funny because the the one of the girls says, uh, what, "What was what was the teacher's name again?" Uh, Miss Miss Frizzle, because her hair was frizzy. Fri- Frizzle. That's right. She goes, "Oh, Miss Frizzle, what's that?" And then somebody edited the voice for the girl behind her, and the mm-hmm. girl says. Ooh, girl, that's a booty hole. <laughs> okay, so, so they made a, a dirty meme out of the Magic School Bus. Yeah, gotcha, they made gotcha, it dirty. Okay. <laughs> and I don't know why, but that that just, you know, poop jokes make me laugh. So so that just, so as that do, just made me laugh. As do they make most of the world. Um, yeah. So it's um, interesting... <laughs> It's interesting that you chose the Magic School Bus uh, specifically for its ability to shrink down and go into the human body because uh, in the Magic School Bus, that school bus can do like basically anything. It truly is magical. Also, I believe it's sentient as well. And um, oh, it is. Yes, it does. I mean, it has a face and it reacts when people talk to it. Um, Oh, I I think you know what. Now that I think about it, you're right. Yeah, and I'm not sure if my memory serves, but I'm pretty sure Miss Frizzle like kind of tells it what she wants, and then it happens. Um, and like oh, it can travel okay. through time, they can tra- like traverse dimensions and outer space. Like the bus can literally be it's your all terrain vehicle, it can do anything, anywhere, anytime, anyhow. Um, including what you were talking about. Now, have you ever heard of a movie? God, I'm gonna look it up right now. It's called Inner Space. <laughs> have you ever heard of this movie? Oh, Inner Space. Um, came out no, in 1987. I, I'm, no, then I'm gonna say no because I'm, okay. I'm getting, I think I was thinking of Interstellar. No, which is, that's a very different movie. So, Inner Space is a movie starring Dennis Quaid from 1987. And I'm going to read you the storyline. Tuck Pendleton is a cocky pilot who is taking part in a miniaturization experiment. When some bad guys break into the lab and steal the technology, one of the scientists takes a syringe, which contains the miniaturized uh, tuck and vessel. Now in the vessel... Now, oh God, someone, whoever wrote this on IMDb, man, you you need a new job. <laughs> Jesus. Now in the vessel. Now the vessel is part of the material needed to restore him. You know what? I'm going to Wikipedia proper, and I'm going to read this synopsis yeah. from a much better written thing. So here's the plot. Oh, God, it's so long. All right. I'm just going to tell you what the plot is. They build a machine, uh, a, a miniature machine, for the ability of going inside and doing, like, surgeries inside the body. Um, or or just okay. like exploring the body or being able to like get to hard to reach places, and this pilot who is in the experiment gets injected into somebody's body and he has to like survive traversing through someone's body in this like <laughs> spacecraft. 
And uh, yeah. it, this reminds me more of what you're talking about than the Magic School Pro- Bus. Yeah, I think, yeah, what you've described definitely sounds like what I'm thinking about. Okay. More, more so than the Magic School Bus, even though i never seen that movie, so... Yeah, because the the magic school bus is magic. So if we are operating with that question of like, what if there was a vehicle like the magic school bus? It's like, okay, so magic is real. And it is, (laughs) we are capable of enchanting vehicles to become like farly superior to anything we've technologically developed thus far. So (laughs) yeah, is that the question you want to go with? Are we going with the other? No, no, no. I, I think I think it's much better if we had it like I guess more technology based because you know the way I look at it. Let's say if it was magic based, it's like, well, then why couldn't you just use magic to cure whatever it is that you were? You know what I mean? That's like, true. Why doesn't Miss Frizzle just solve world hunger if she could fucking have a magic school bus <laughs> that could do all that other stuff? What the hell is she doing? <laughs> I know. You know what? I think that just shows what kind of a dark character she really is. Yeah. She doesn't care. <laughs> she for- has- <laughs> She doesn't actually care for these kids. She's just obsessed. <laughs> She's obsessed with her magic school bus and its capabilities. Um, She's obsessed with power. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Indeed. Um, okay, so we'll go with more of the inner space idea of like, what if there was a, what if, what if we could Ant-Man this shit up and. Right. Yeah, exactly. Send like, now, okay, so these vessels, are they like, are they manned with like teams of people? So I I would think yes if if you were going to do this I would feel like you would probably want at minimum mm-hmm. a three person team one to just do navigation because yeah. yeah you know I mean if you're if you're busy navigating through this body system I'm I'm also assuming that like you know depending on where you are you're you're probably going to be flowing with the flow of of blood you know what i mean like, yeah blood or um, fluid or 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 amongst mm-hmm. other things um so yeah so here's the yeah. thing here's the thing is like this this vehicle is astounding on two levels not only do we have this crazy miniaturization honey i shrunk the kids technology which is in itself <laughs> yeah. amazing but like this vehicle is a testament to human ingenuity because it has to traverse like uh, uh uh environments that are nothing like what exists in our 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 uh oh yeah that's our, true. our normal yeah. earth environments like this is some deadly ass shit this is like you know not only is blood you know you know probably thicker than 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 most other liquids um, mm-hmm. And if we're going down to the cellular level, you're interacting with actual cells, but like it, it has pressure. It is pressurized and there's like valves and the heart and a, a bunch of other things. Plus, how are you like entering into the vessel without breaking the vessel? Yeah, that's and, true. You know, and then what if a vessel is broken? You're within the vicinity. This thing has to be able to like turbo power its way out and move through the platelets as the platelets are rushing towards the wound that's you know so and so you don't get bled out like this vehicle has to be like beyond any type of vehicle we've we've ever manufactured up to this point yeah you bring you bring up a good point you know i guess uh you know if they even had the you know first to figure out the technology to shrink it down to that level yeah you know the next big hurdle is going to be what material is this vehicle going to be made out of? Because it is going to have to withstand all of that. But not yeah. only that, it's going to have to be, uh, you know, what's the word? It's it's going to have to be like, you know, clean enough. Like it, it's going to have to be able to be inside a body without having the body have an adverse effect with it. Yeah, being I mean, chances you know are, I mean? Like, chances are the body will have an adverse effect because it's going to send some microbe that it's not 
you know, it, it doesn't recognize. And That's it's gonna, true. It probably, the next thing you know, it's like fighting off like eukaryote cells and like fucking uh, what are the killer T cells and all the other shit that comes after, you know, that fights for the immune system. Also, you know, is it going to be used strictly for the circulatory system? If it is, how is that going to interact when it hits the lungs and the in the respiratory system? And will it be okay for the digestive system? Will it be able to withstand the bile and the acids and all that other and stuff the, yep, that are trying true. to digest it? You know, um, yeah this this has to be the most amazing vehicle ever made. But we <laughs> yeah. are assuming that that has been done. Um, and then, well, I, I did want to bring up another thing that you just you were talking about. You were like, also, what's going to be like uh, the delivery system for this vehicle? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to put this intravenously, like through, let's say, a sir- some type of a syringe yeah. or something, and it goes in like the circulatory system, like in the blood. Okay, so that's going to go traveling through like you know, one quote unquote highway of the body, right? Yeah. But then, let's say you were able to swallow this. Well, then. You couldn't really, I mean, I'm trying to think, like, those two wouldn't translate, would they? Like, if you swallowed it, you're only going to go through the digestive system, am I right? Or is there going to be a way where if you needed to... That just depends on how small it gets. If it gets small enough, it can transfer over, because there are blood vessels that run to all the organs of the body, right? So, like, it can get to the stomach and transfer over to the liver, and then, you know, from there into the circulatory system, like... There, there are pathways, but if it's small enough. Oh, I see what you're saying. Which okay, I am picturing okay. it on a cellular level. Another thing that's that's interesting to me as an idea here is if it, if it is that small, let's say it's about the size of a cell or or a couple cells, like a large cell, we'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, how is it going to interact with viruses? I don't know how how much how you you how familiar you are with like the way viruses function. So, um. All I know is it does something to the other cells, doesn't it? Like, don't yeah. So, they... so what viruses do is they um, they latch onto cells that kind of like match, however they're structured, um, and they latch onto them, and then they crack them open and and, and inject oh their DNA God. inside the cell, uh-huh. and then that <laughs> DNA uh, it, it it replicates itself and it it gets involved with the um, with the cell's reproduction system. And makes the cell make more of itself. And the cell will keep making more of the virus until the cell itself bursts. And then all those viruses move forth and do it again. That's how viruses work. Yeah, they're horrifying. What Uh, what a horror movie. Oh, yeah, no, viruses are terrifying. If the vehicle can't withstand that, this team is dead. Yeah, imagine a virus gets hold of them and it starts drilling through the shell. And they're like, oh, my God. (laughs) And then and now they're like, forced oh, to recreate more Oh, that's just the common virus. flu. The common flu got them. In a way, yeah, the common flu has never gotten a person before. By the way, you should look up um, just like common viruses under microscope. Just so you can get an idea oh. of what they look like when I'm talking about these like these these things. Like oftentimes yeah. they look almost like robots. They look almost spaceship like. What did you look up? Common virus under microscope? Oh, I said common. I, yeah, common virus under microscope. Like a lot of them look like orbular and stuff, but there are some that look rather bizarre. They look like straight up spaceships and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at them now. You're yeah. right. So, so that would be that would be pretty crazy. Um just to even see that though probably would be horrifying. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. So my my question here is like, what is the function of these of these ships? You know what I mean? Like, 
in real life, we're pretty good at getting to wherever we need to do surgery. I, of course, I'm not a surgeon. I'm not a doctor. I'm sure there there's probably some sort of function for these vehicles that's not uh, apparent to me. But I'm I'm having a hard time like trying to think of like what would justify the budget of these fucking things. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what? Um, I'll be honest with you. If if they were even going to do this. The having it manned with real people that are able to shrink inside this as well, mm-hmm. I don't think that would that would be happening. It, it would <sighs> these yeah, things would have to be thing. built to be able to be disposable or dissolved of, or maybe you just poop it out at yeah, the, after the end of whatever. If it's there done. is if there is a reembiggening process, can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine the news reports the first time out of like a million surgeries, the first time something goes wrong and the embiggening happens too early and a dude gets fucking blown up from the inside out (laughs) by a giant machine and it's three manned crew. This is all (laughs) this. All of this is sounding like the perfect medical horror movie. Oh yeah. Like we need to get this made. It's like, (laughs) we have to get the vehicle out of them. It's starting to grow. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Although, you know, depending on where the vehicle is, if, if you know, that's the issue, you can mm. quick probably quickly isolate it, bleed them out, and get get the get the vehicle out, and then re reseal their wounds. So, but if it just happens yeah. in an instant, I'm picturing like spoilers for the boys season three of when the dude's inside that other dude and he sneezes. Oh, yeah, exactly. I think that's like episode one, and he oh, just man. instantly yeah, the, there just isn't a guy anymore. There's it's just no in there. Fucking crazy. Um, that would that would have to be on the trailer of this movie, and they'll be like, this summer, watch antibody <laughs> like that's what yeah, it's yeah, called well, imagine like yeah imagine some crazed lunatic gets their whole gets a hold of this thing and starts using it for like for for assassinations for like oh man chosen assassinations could you imagine the fear of not knowing if you were about to breathe in the thing that's going to kill you at any given moment and you know what and they wouldn't even have to well i guess you're right they if they had to re re-enlarge themselves yeah why why not just you know shrink down go in their body of whoever because they couldn't see you they wouldn't be able to they wouldn't yeah. even know you're You'd be detectable like, like okay and so and then, then here we go here now we've just realized like this v this thing that was created for health purposes the government gets a hold of because it's the perfect fucking assassination vehicle like anyone <laughs> yeah. on the planet they want dead they just get one of these vehicles send in a pilot fucking you know put them put them within the vicinity of the person and th- there's nothing on earth that will detect them they get inside the 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 target blow them up from inside their head and then re-shrink yep. back down and no one be able to find them yep exactly yep. and then they would just have someone come in there like they're quote-unquote cleaning up the mess and yeah. they would just retrieve this vehicle yeah th- this would be the ultimate assassination um they, like like if one person If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss who had like the right amount of power and money got a hold of enough of these, they could take over the world. Yeah. Yeah. Just, exactly. just the yeah, threat. There wouldn't... Yeah. It would be, yeah. we're going back to the boys. It'd be like the boys season two, when like anybody did something that kind of went against what Edgar was doing, suddenly their head exploded. It'd be like that. 
Yeah, exactly. Because no one knew that she was doing it. She just yeah. had to give you a look. Like, exactly, exactly. So yeah, this yeah. this would be a big problem. You know, at first too, I was almost going to bring up that like, you know, how you were like, well, why would they even do this, and what's the purpose? And at first, I was thinking like, well. You know, just so we can kind of go and, you know, it would be just like something exploratory for science just so we could see. But then I started thinking about it and I was like, well, we can already do that. Like they already do have microscopes and they just have to take your blood out. But they also have actual cameras that can now go into certain bigger arteries and stuff like that to see what they're doing or when they're doing surgery. So so even that would be a moot point. It would be like, why would you build this thing? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, for for medical purposes, it's a stretch. Now, I could definitely see amazing uses for like just uh just microscopic research in general, you know, like shrink it down as far as it'll go and then, you know, see what you can observe on this level Mm -hmm. um, that you would never be able to observe from, from the upper, you know, through a microscope perspective. Yeah. Yeah, That would be the only thing that I could really think about. The only other thing, the only other type of uh, like issue that maybe this could help with, and, and I don't know, like I said, I'm, you know, I'm not a medical professional or anything, but like, Maybe it could help out with with certain things with certain cancers. Do you think that would be? I mean, maybe. Um, it, it, I could definitely see like maybe it's it's a hard to operate tumor, so maybe you can shrink down to to a crazy spaceship that can go in and do like laser pinpoint kind of surgery. Possibly. I'll be honest, I don't know enough about cancer or surgery to really answer that question. But I mean, I like the idea. It's very cool. And like, I would love, yeah. like, if, if they came out with this and it was a thing and they were like, and now we'll be able to like kill cancer in ways that we've never been able to get to before, I'd be like, oh, <laughs> fuck yeah. That'd be great. Hell yeah. Fuck Hell cancer. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Um, Cause there's, cause I, I do know when I, when I hear, you know, a certain, uh, medical documentaries or whatever, when they talk about cancers, especially cancers that they, you know, they're trying to cut out, you know, and remove. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the doctors are always talking about margins, which is like how much of cancerous tissue and how much healthy tissue yeah. they have to extract. And mm-hmm. obviously you don't want to extract a lot of healthy tissue, but you want to make sure that you get the cancer, most of the cancerous tissue out, because if you don't, it's usually just going to come back and regrow. So I, you know what, this vehicle would probably be most useful for that, right? You know, I just thought of a, a really good use for this vehicle, kind of, kind of based off what you were saying with the kind of like the the targeted cancer treatment thing. Is that one of the one of the issues with with medicine is delivery systems? It's like how do we get the medicine that the person needs mm-hmm. into them? And get it to affect the area we need while having a minimal effect on the rest of the system. And it's extraordinarily hard. It's why side effects exist. It's why some side effects are brutal. And it's why some medicines don't work out because the side effects are too brutal. But imagine, imagine a situation where you needed to get very, very potent medicine to a very, very select area of the body, like a select cluster of cells or, or just a select organ without that medicine inter- like interacting with too much of the rest of the systems because it's too potent, right? Uh, mm-hmm. This could be used for that. You get it into the body, it goes exactly where you need the medicine to be administered, and then over the course of like a five to 10 hour period, it administers the medicine exactly everywhere it needs to go, and then it gets out. Yeah, that would... I could see that's that... That's true. That being, being like a huge like 
breakthrough in the medical community. I think that would be be life-changing, especially in a world of antibiotics and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. I would think if if someone could even invent this type of vehicle and they could make this, I think that would probably be its its like main advantage, like the the main selling point of trying to get funding like well look this would finally solve that problem you know what yeah, i mean like yeah. we can finally get people who can't take these other medications because of the side effects now they could just have this and it'll only affect what they need it to affect and not everything else yeah yeah definitely you know here's another interesting thought how quickly like how quickly would this technology turn into into everything we just said but also like they were like, hey, well, you know what would be re- really cool? If we did like a microscopic adventure tour for the really rich people. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like I, you get to see I all these it's... crazy bugs and monsters and, and you know, <laughs> viruses and all this other crazy shit for like a million dollars. And it's like a, a two hour tour. That'd be wild. I, Dude, you and me are on such the same page for this question <laughs> yeah. because my I was actually going to bring this up for two reasons. One, that reminds me of an episode of Rick and Morty mm. where I think How they do, do know go you're going to bring up Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah, because I love Rick and Morty, and they, they, uh, I think they encounter like hepatitis B and C, and oh, and like they're and they look like monsters, you know yeah. what I mean? And there's yeah. like other whatever, but uh, but you're right. Uh, oh, you know what? It was an amusement park that Rick built, and it was inside <gasps> oh, the body of a homeless yeah, I've man. I've seen that episode. That's- I've seen that episode. It's a terror. <laughs> yeah. I love that episode. Um, but uh, no, I was gonna bring the-, the second reason I was gonna bring that up was I was just gonna tell you like, okay, forget about all the actual logical things of why even this vehicle would exist and if it could exist i was just going to ask you if it did exist and you did have the chance to go in it and get shrunk down and go into someone's body for something like that for something like of an entertainment uh slash educational tour or whatever you want to call it yeah would you do it i (sighs) knowing that there you know knowing of the risks that we all talked about, you know. So, so, so I get to be on the ship, is what you're saying? Yes, you get to be on this vehicle. Um, if if the technology has been proven over the course of like the last five to ten years, with with pretty much absolutely minimal to zero accidents happening to the 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 people on board, I mean, mm. I would be, I would be interested. I am very interested in just in health science and bio, biology in general, like in science in general. So. My curiosity would definitely be piqued, but at the same time, man, it was it would really suck to run into some like rare fucking like super disease that beats the shit out of our 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 pod and fucking like eats us alive or whatever, you know? Like um it, God. Also, it would suck to be the person that have like four people died inside me you know like you have to live with that the rest of your life like we talk about haunted houses could this person now be a haunted person oh man (laughs) (laughs) i never thought about that that's a good perspective of like if that happened and my god you know that yeah it would be like you know i i would i would think people would react around the world because you know this would be a, a world this would be a global event this would be like when you know, uh, what was that the, with the the challenger? Oh yeah, it would be similar um, to yeah. I could see it being similar. Am, am to that. Gonna, you know, what except I mean? for the thing about the challenger though, the, the the big difference was that the challenger was such a visual event. Everyone saw that motherfucker burn down, yeah, uh, in the sky. While this would be an invisible event, but but your point still stands. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and but you're right though. You know, 
how would you know just like i guess maybe they would feel guilty like for, oh this is my disease you know, that killed the, the people who built this vehicle four people yeah yeah, yeah i know um, right oh god rick <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was gonna say you sounded like morty right there that was pretty funny god damn like, morty ah, get over it <laughs> yeah he's all uh, get over it morty it's just a homeless person <laughs> right like, right you know? um Fuck! What was I gonna say? Uh, we were talking about the, the oh, I I know what I was gonna say. There, I'll, I'll tell you this: there's no no amount of money in the world that they could give me to, that where I would uh, volunteer to be the the um the person in which they the did a tour. That like, goes, fuck yeah. that! If anything goes wrong and they blow up inside me, like yeah. I'm haunting someone from beyond the grave because I'd be fucking pissed. Yeah, dude. Not only are you and I are seem to yeah. be on the same page, we're writing the same book yeah, because. Yeah. I was about to say the exact same thing. Like I was like, well, I would never want to have that in yeah. my body. But man, you know, obviously everyone listening and you know for sure about how my curiosity is. Like I, I'm pretty sure my curiosity may be the end of me one day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh but for this one, I really I, I would it would kill me because I would definitely be like jumping like almost jumping at the chance to go to go i would love to do it but but i really would have to read up and like have them explain to me like all the the you know off chances of anything bad happening like the risks and all that i would really have to know that before just being like yeah i'm going definitely no problem you know what i mean okay but uh, so you you would be reticent you would be reticent to even go on the ship Wow. Yeah, this would be the one type of thing where my curiosity would now, finally be. Now, I, you know, I'm curious, what about this ha- has you more guarded than some of the other things we've talked about? Because, like, for me, the thing that has my guard down a little bit is because, you know, just my curiosity of the sciences in general. Like, it would just be really fucking cool to go on that tour. Uh, and I feel like there's a little bit less danger to me than to the patient. Um, because, you know, if we embiggen inside them, well, I'll live. They won't. Um, but what is it about, about, about this that has you a little bit more like not wanting to do it? So, you know, you know what this always reminds me of? Let's, let's take space exploration, right? We, we kind of know and can measure, um, you know, physical threats, things, you know, that, that we may encounter. Like, I, I feel like with that type of endeavor, and exploration, we have more information and knowledge about the risks and how we need to, uh, you know, lower those risks, like what we need to have, what type of materials, what we need to, to be able to do in this ship while we go into space. But like, I feel like, and and I know that this is going to be confusing, but I feel like being shrunk down to that cellular level and being on par or like, on the same plane of existence, if you will, with like viruses and things like that. I don't know if we have that information. Like, you know what I mean? Like just like how you were describing what a virus Mm -hmm. would do to another like cell or whatever. Okay. Yeah. We may have seen this, but like, I don't know if they're able to measure what type of forces would that be if we were on their level. Okay. I I, I hear what what you're saying, but I think by the time they open it up to like, you know, public tours, if you will, or select tours or paid tours or whatever you want to call it, um, we would have this information. You know what I mean? 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Well, here, yeah. here's the thing. Yeah, here's the thing right. about space travel, true. though, is, you know, because I love space. But, you know, the idea of being out there is really, really scary to me for obvious reasons. But the thing about space is, like, one wrong move, one thing goes wrong, you know, and and you're off trajectory, like, and you don't have the means to course correct. Well, you, now you're dead. And not because some monster is about to break yeah, into your spaceship, true. but because you are going to float <laughs> off into the into the nether and you're going to run out of oxygen. And even if you didn't run out of oxygen, you're going to run out of food or water. And you're just going to have a slow and painful death. Or you're going to chew that cyanide pill they give all the astronauts uh, who go up. But um, but that's terrifying to me in, in, in an even bigger way. But I do think the yeah. difference is also in the um, the closeness of the encounters that you'll have. You know, out in the vastness of space, uh, most of the threats that are going to be to your ship are, are going to be invisible things. They're going to be like, you know, cosmic radiation or, um, you know, solar winds or, you know, something going wrong with the machine itself. And, you know, mm-hmm. you basically lose the control of your navigation. While inside the body, like, everything is much closer together. You're going to be directly interacting with fluids and body parts and this and that and cells and, and all that other stuff. So it's like the danger is much more visible. But that yeah, being said, yeah, one of the things that you can do in this scenario that you couldn't do in outer space is like hit the emergency and begin button and then you're out of it. <laughs> yeah. Boop. And then that guy's dead. It comes down like, oh, to thank him God I got the four of us. This. I'm hitting that fucking button. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh man, that that's definitely oh, yeah. that's Absolutely. definitely in the movie right there. That's gonna be such a like that was a, me role playing myself, good, like character, like you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. You don't get to choose who lives and dies. I mean, like, the fuck, I don't. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm the bad guy in that know, movie. Right? But um. <laughs> No, 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 no. We have to have, you know, it, it's one of those movies where each person has like something that the mm. audience won't like about them. And then at the end, they all have to work together and they all <laughs> see each other's like faults as like, oh, I, I used yeah. to think of that as a fault. We, but it's a We all went in one way, but we came out better people. <laughs> yeah, 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 seriously. For sure. And I still think the best the best name for this movie is Antibody. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad name. That's not. I was gonna ask if if this vehicle existed, what do you think we'd call it? And I was trying to think of like an acronym, and I had microscopic. Oh, and I was like, okay, so right? maybe it starts like, with an M. Um, and then and then and then we were talking, so I lost track of the thought. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You know what? Actually, you know, um, microscopic. Um, this might be something good. You know what? Uh, for anyone listening out there, if you have a good name for this vehicle, like definitely leave a comment. Let us know. You know what I mean? Like what you think this could be, and uh, let's see if we could think of one and and see if the if the audience likes it. Uh, you're trying to go for like an acronym. I was type going thing. for an acronym, so I was like microscopic, and then like, uh, what do they call? So you're 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 venturing inside something. You're is it egressing or ingress? Microscopic ingress. No, Let's not see. all I purpose, was, but like you know what? I was trying to think. I can't think. I, okay, I have a word. I was gonna say pill, right? Mm-hmm. Like you take a pill. 
I can't think of what P could stand for that would be really oh, good. Oh, okay. This. So you're the opposite of me. You started with the actual word that you wanted to make an acronym of, and then you're going to reverse engineer <laughs> it. I like that. Oh, do you do it the other way? I Does mean, everyone I, do that I've the, never like, done it before. Like, I just started with the with the letter M and was trying to go from there. <laughs> oh, I, I every time I've be, I've come up with acronyms for anything, mm-hmm. I always start with, well, what do I want the acronym to say first? No, that makes then, I think that makes a lot of sense. I think it makes a lot oh, of sense. Oh, okay. I wonder I wonder if other people do it differently though. You're right. I wonder if that's one of those things where it's like people never talk about it and so they don't <laughs> right, know that half right. the population does it opposite. It could be, it could be. Um, um I was thinking of like I L L part of it could at least be like mm. you know, informational yeah, it's not locomotive laboratory or something. Oh, I like you know? locomotive I don't know. Like, laboratory. You know, here's the thing. The, I think the reason I was doing it the other way was I wanted to see what funny word it, it came up with once I figured it out. <laughs> Oh, that's tr- okay. Yeah. I see what you're but, saying. But um, I like that locomotive. <laughs> uh, what'd you laboratory? Ooh, I like that. Yeah, locomotive. Um, laboratory. so what's a word? Okay, I'm gonna go to the source real quick and see what other words for um small or microscopic are. I was also trying to think. Could P stand for like placebo? You know what I mean? No, because a placebo like, that's that, something totally make, different. It's a fake. Yeah, right. That's yeah. What I was see, miniature, pint size. No, that's not a good one um petite pocket no petite. i'm trying to find a p word that would work uh micro podular no just playing that's not even <laughs> podular information lo- um, locomotive laboratory <laughs> uh okay well maybe i got the i it could be infinitesimal or imperceptible um oh okay internal In- internal i like internal, internal locomotive, locomotive laboratory laboratory okay so we need the p. what if we just <laughs> yeah what if we need the p though what's going to be the p uh, i don't know i was just thinking what if we took off the p and just called it ill oh physiological <laughs> like physiological Ill. p oh physiological, physiological internal internal locomotive, locomotive laboratory, laboratory. Oh, oh tm man. tm 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 we just yeah exactly something yeah awesome. <laughs> that is that is perfect yes T- not only just tm that but also we have the rights to the movie you heard us make it up here exactly you know i want an executive <clears throat> but- producer credit on the movie please <laughs> yes exactly um the, and the movie should just be called pill yes exactly yeah that that's that would be man this is perfect dude. Ah. like Dude, we uh, we've come up with the best movies here. I can't believe no one's ever. We're made really them. good at imagining <laughs> things, man. <laughs> I, I know, but if everyone listening, you know, let us know if do you like that name, and if you have a better name, definitely leave a comment. We would love to know about it. And uh, dude, could you imagine? Nice. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning in once again. I'm Fritz Frivolous, and this has been Dude. Could you imagine? If you would like to support our show. You can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dude could you imagine or leave us an Apple podcast review. Don't forget, we would love to hear from you and you can subscribe to us on Instagram at dude underscore could you imagine on Twitter at DCY imagine and on our YouTube channel where you can leave a like and a comment. You can also let us know what you are imagining by emailing us at dude could you imagine at gmail.com. Until next time, folks, this is Fritz Frivolous reminding you to keep on imagining. <laughs> yeah, boop, and then that guy's dead. It comes down and you're like, oh, to thank him God I got the four of us. I'm hitting that fucking button. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>